things change quickly around here, don't they? Is that the same for you too? As entrepreneurs, do you find that you look back at the last week or the last month and you're like, I feel like this is a different business or I feel like I'm such a different person? That happens to me regularly. So at the time of recording this, I was actually marveling that in the space of three months, we went from having the idea for Capture to launching a beta program to launching the actual app with a base of users who I am just so, so thankful for. So yes, a lot of things change quickly around here. And something else that sometimes changes, our minds. Yep, this is a great thing about constantly learning and growing through testing. Sometimes our minds get changed and that's totally okay. So how does that relate to you and what I'm talking about today? Well, on May 30th, 2022, I dropped an episode called The Podcast ROI Killer, Why Repurposing Content is a Waste of Time. If you haven't listened to that yet, go and listen to it. It will have you looking at how you promote your podcast on social media in a very different way. But perhaps you listen to the episode and you're like, OMG, Deidre, I've already sunk so much time and energy into getting my podcast episode live and you want me to do that too? Well, if that was you, you are in luck because in this episode, I'm going to be taking you through something we are currently testing live, a way that we can make it a hundred times easier for you to be promoting a podcast on social media and still get the same result. Still get people intrigued with the message on your post and intrigued enough to start listening to your podcast episode, which is exactly the result we want when we're promoting it, right? My name is Deidre Shen, the CEO and co-founder of Capture, the world's first AI-powered podcast copywriter, and this is the Grow My Podcast show. Hey you, Deidre Shen here, coming into your ears from New York City. In this episode, I'm really excited to be telling you about a particular test that we're running on promoting our podcast episodes on social media. Let me tell you about how this came about. So I get a lot of lovely emails and DMs from you guys from, from this community. And in one, in one particular DM, I had someone saying that they listened to my episode from May 30th called The Podcast ROI Killer why repurposing content is a waste of time, that they found, they, they found the episode valuable, but that it was frankly incredibly hard for them to find the time to fit content hacking and reconcepting into their week to create their social media promotion posts. And so we started a conversation and I learned through the back and forth of that conversation that we were having that they were currently using a tool to create audiograms. They would just upload their video file of the recording and the tool would recommend a few clips. They would choose one and publish that. Simple and easy, right? Now, to their credit, they did mention that I was right. Thank you for that. <laughs> and that these posts got super low views and engagement. So they did acknowledge that while they felt good about the fact that they were doing something on social media to promote their podcast, it wasn't really getting them any results. But what other, what other options might they have that didn't require too much time? Is there a way that they can still repurpose their podcast content to promote their episode? And honestly, I was stumped because this, this was the only way I knew how. 
And it works, right? I know that it works because I have people commenting on my posts or DMing me once I post saying that they just listened to the episode or they're going to go listen to it now. I actually just on my latest Facebook promotional post, I mentioned I don't know if you listened to that episode, the, the YouTube one, but I mentioned Rafi and, and Sarah and Rafi actually commented being like, oh, I'm famous because he listened to the episode from my Facebook post. So I know that this way works. So I was stumped, but, but I'm also not one to shy away from a challenge, especially when it's a particularly juicy problem that someone is having. So I set my mind to it and I have come up with a solution that we are currently testing, but is getting some good early results. So yes, I'm starting to change my mind. I am on here on record saying that I am starting to change my mind about repurposing and how you repurpose your podcast content. Repurposing so that there isn't much more time you need to put into creating the results of the assets, but it gets you the results you want from promoting it on social media. Getting your audience to listen to a podcast episode, right? That is the whole, that's the number one thing that we want from our promotional post. So I'm going to take a quick ad break. And when I come back, we're going to dive into the secrets. What you need to know to make your repurposed content work. Are you ready to reach more people on more platforms in a lot less time with your podcast? Well, it's time to meet every podcaster's new best friend, Capture. Capture is the world's first AI-powered podcast copywriter and the fastest way to market and grow your podcast. In just 10 minutes or less, Capture will turn your episode audio file into an episode title, description, show notes, social media captions for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and TikTok, a promotional email, blog post, LinkedIn article, YouTube description, and full transcript. All of the drafts it creates for you are fully editable and downloadable. All you have to do is just upload your episode audio, wait for it to generate the drafts for you, and view and edit these drafts and download them to use in all of your marketing content. But before you think that Capture is just another robot that just writes words for you, I have to tell you about what makes Capture different. You see, Capture's AI has a very robust mix of human intelligence mixed into it. Capture was created by marketers so that every piece of copy it writes for you is infused with content honey traps so that your podcast episode stops the scroll and hooks your audience in to listen. But don't just take my word for it. Capture is offering you a free trial so you can see the magic for yourself for your podcast. Sign up takes less than 30 seconds and nope, there is no credit card required. Just head on over to www.capture.com and sign up for a free trial. That's www.capsho.com and sign up for a free trial today. Finding that you've been doing that thing to promote your podcast and by that thing, I'm referring to simple repurposing, clipping an interesting part of the episode recording, creating an audiogram and just posting that everywhere on your social media, hoping, hoping that that's going to get people to listen to your episode. If you've been doing that and finding that it hasn't been incredibly effective to date, you've barely got any engagement and certainly no new listens, 
then we are here to help you. I'm joined by my co-founder, Bono Rai, and we're going to take you through the three simple steps that we are currently testing to make your audiograms work. You ready for this? Yes. I'm so excited. Awesome. All right. Okay. So let's go through the three steps to do this. The first step, and I feel like everything we do comes back to this all the time, <laughs> is to understand content honey traps. Okay. Yes. So content honey traps is the basis for my whole strategy. So if you've been listening from episode one, you would know that pretty much every episode we mention content honey traps because this underlies everything that we do. This in fact underlies our software, our product mm. capture. And so if you, we're not going to do a super, super deep dive on what content honey traps are now, because you can go back and listen to episode one and two, especially to find, figure out the eight mental models that we we talk about. But what I will mention is that in short, content honey traps is all about creating curiosity. Okay. If you don't have curiosity, then you have, you have no way to actually hook people to get them to do the thing that you want them to do. So, and that's fundamentally what we're doing every time we put content out there, every time we are doing anything, we are essentially selling. And in order to sell, we need to create that curiosity. We need to content honey trap them. All right. So Bonner, over to you about it. Help us deep dive into how understanding content honey traps can help us with this process that we're talking about. Yeah. One thing that I've heard recently, which I'm sure I've heard before, but just hit me different was how we always talk about how time is our most precious resource, mm-hmm. our own, but also our audiences, our customers. And this person said, actually, it's not time, it's attention. I was like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is so true. Because essentially, whenever I'm giving my time, I'm giving my attention. And the attention is really what you want to grab. Again, not just, you know, obviously with the attention of adding value, I should say, but really what's great, what the thing about content honey traps is that you are what that's what you're doing through creating curiosity, you're really getting the most precious resource, which is their attention, even just for the shortest amount of time. Yes. And like we talked about, there's all sorts of models, two that work really well. One is called the boxer, and that's one that we go to relatively, you know, frequently mm-hmm. is because what the boxer does is it really starts to agitate a pain point that you know your customer has. And we all know misery loves company by way of when someone can understand the pain that you're in, however big or small, that person becomes immediately relatable and in your corner. Yes. So that's one that we use a lot. There's so many pain points that classes have. <laughs> so that's one that you can definitely, I'm sure each person listening can think of at least three that comes up for your for your for your ideal customer. The second one that we go to a lot as well that does a really, really great job of creating curiosity is especially if you have a guest or you have someone, you know, even your own story where basically you've achieved a really remarkable thing. And, you know, you can contrast that with a really unexpected fact. Mm-hmm. So for example, one that's worked really well for you is how I made, you know, six figures over $200,000 with my podcast with a $53 microphone. Yes. People are like, wait, but have, you know, people spend thousands of dollars on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is possible. Yes. And so I think really the paradox works really well. If you have a powerful story like that, a powerful result, you really want to use it. But rather than just saying, hey, this is how to make $20,000, adding that extra curiosity element, which is with just this yeah. or even without. Yeah. As a, you know, a single mom, I was able to do this. And that kind of makes people want to say, I'm curious. I want to know how she did it, how yes. he did it. And I think the, the great thing about the paradox and why that works so well as well is because we are all or have been in that 
same spot, mm. right? Like if I, the reason why we get hooked by that so much is because, yeah, like oh, I can only afford a fifty-three dollar microphone. Mm-hmm. I'm in my first year of coaching. Yes. I, you know, X Y Z. Like, what? I'm a single mom who needs to lose ninety pounds, or yes. you know, whatever it is, right? That's actually the part that makes your content relatable. Yeah, that's actually the part that makes it specific to the person. So that's Absolutely. why that deal content honey trap works so well for what it is that we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So that's the first step. You want to understand content honey traps and. W- what why we use it and what it's for and all and the different mental models because then step two is we're going to take that content honey trap and we're going to create what we call a text hook Mm. and this text hook has to be if you can believe it if you can under six words impossible (laughs) impossible okay this is hard we do this every single day every single week with our own content but, oh my gosh, you guys, if you can nail this, this is what is going to give your content so much power and so much life. This is the whole, if I say like the whole, the strategy, the, the, the tactic behind what we're currently testing is, hey, even if audiograms in and of themselves don't quite work, is there a way that we can actually hook someone? Mm-hmm. Can we get their attention, to Bonnie's point, to actually want to even if they don't watch the whole audiogram because i i don't know about you i don't i I certainly don't listen or watch to audiograms so i don't think anyone really does Mm. but if nothing else if it can get them to go to the caption to be like oh that's a really cool i wonder what you know this thing is about i'm just gonna shortcut it go to the caption and see where i can do the thing that you know as in go and find the podcast episode to listen to right yes that, if nothing else, if you can do that, then that is how you get the results from just kind of the simple repurposing of your content on social media. Yes. So I just took, yeah. So can you take us through, can you take us through how do we start to look at creating these text hooks in under six, in under six words, oh gosh, using our content audio trap. I'm both going to cheat a bit and be like six to eight words. <laughs> but really, you know, you want to be sh- short, sharp, but to the point. And also there's not a lot of room in yes. real estate. So that's why we try to keep it under six words. This is, this is the, oh my gosh, this is where the magic happens. If it works really well, this is where all the experimentation happens as well. So remember that not everything is going to hit. The two things you want to remember about text talks as you start to approach to write them is firstly, like we talked about, content honey traps are all about creating insatiable curiosity, right? And you might not think of it that way, but it opened a loop. So really what you want to make sure that the text talk continues to do is really open that loop up for someone to, as you say, just click it and, and let it play so that, the, that they take the next step with yourself. And in order to do that, you really need to be specific. This is one lesson that I've learned the hard and long way because like every person in human in history Mm. you know i want to talk about everything and i want to make sure that i speak to everyone but really it's about being extremely specific like to the to the degree that you think is a bit uncomfortable right so for example with capture and what we teach we know we can help podcasters copywriting pain on on every front titles you know descriptions show notes blog posts emails social media captions but really what we need to think about is, okay, if we're going down the box, which is one of the, the first content honey traps I mentioned earlier, then what is the pain? It's not just, I don't know what to write, right? It's like, I don't know what to write when it comes to doing my show notes for this episode this week. Mm. You know, you really want to distill down and then like, okay, how can I say that in six words? <laughs> <laughs> one text that's worked really well for us that, you know, got lots of views and lots of listens on that particular episode was it's show notes writing time, time of the week. Right. It's very simple. But again, people, because you contextualize it to a time in their week where they probably hate life, 
show notes and immediately makes it very specific. A lot of people who don't do podcasts don't even know what that means. Yes. It's vernacular that works. And it's just simple. And then, you know, again, you kind of like, hey, this person understands that pain. I don't even need to say how painful it is. <laughs> like show notes, writing, oh, yeah. that time of week, you know? So it has to just be really, really simple, but it immediately opens up a loop. Because people are like, oh, this person probably has a solution for this. Mm. You know, so let me see what that is. Yeah. And it happens so quickly, we don't even realize. Insane. That yes. is so, that's such a cool, cool example. Yes. And the other example that I really liked, it was one of our older ones, actually, before we even were thinking about textbooks in this way, was an episode that you did with Angela Taylor. And she had this amazing, remarkable story. There were so many climax points in that, in that episode, right? But we were like, gosh, we need to pick one. Yeah. And one that really resonated was she told you in the episode, I only work 45 hours a month. And yeah. I was like, wait, you mean a week, week right? Exactly. You mean you say a week? week? She's like, no. Yeah. A month. <laughs> what? what? Exactly. And then the other one that she said was, you know, she she made thirty thousand dollars in one podcast episode, and everyone's like, "Excuse me, <laughs> like in your podcast for the year?" And it's like, no, no, in one episode. Yeah. So they had a couple of cool stories to play with, right? Because you have thirty k contrasted with one episode. Yes. What? Forty five hours in one month. And this is where I was talking about experimentation comes into it. The great thing about podcast episodes, they can they live forever, essentially. Angela's still around, right? Yes. Her business is still around. So really what you want to think about is how can you experiment with these different text hooks? Because like with every single hook, different hooks work for different people. Now, my hypothesis is that 45 hours, like you said, you have to have that double take. Sometimes when people are scanning, they might just read that as 45 hours a week. Mm-hmm. It's still like it looks like a big number. Yes. So one way we can experiment is to say 11 hours, like, you know, bring it down to something that people are going to say 11. Yeah. That's insane. And you're making how? Like you're making six figures. Yeah. Right. And then another one you want to experiment with is like, you know, how Angela made $30,000 in one podcast episode. Yeah. And that's just, if you're not clicking into that, what's wrong <laughs> oh, with you? Exactly. If I'm not in podcasting, I'm going to get into podcasting <laughs> to be able to do that, right? You don't yeah. need to do too much to it. Let it stand on its own because it's an amazing outcome. And then for something like the 45 hours, see how you can play around with it to make it a little bit, when people are scanning, immediately clickable. So that's how you want to think about your text talks. That's so good. Such good example. So we'll leave those in the show notes as well. And maybe we'll actually put the screenshots of mm-hmm. the actual covers that we created because that's the third step. Yes. The third step is, because you're probably like, you're listening to this going, I don't know, okay, Deidre Bonner, like I'm kind of following, but I don't get where this is going. How is this actually going to help me get people on my social media to listen to my podcast episode? Okay, so we are getting there. We're getting there. Okay, so step one, we wanted you to understand content honey traps because this is the basis, right? This is like the core of everything that you're going to do, especially on social media, where attention is just so, gosh, like... I'm like so not there almost like, <laughs> like, like, it's like not existed. yeah exactly yeah so okay i'm safely on track step one step two is then create like you want to use this that content a particular content hunting trap that you have decided it works the best for your particular episode and again you want to test them and see what works so we've given a couple of examples of boxes and paradox content hunting traps that we used and how we actually crafted text talks that Maybe it was not quite under six words, but let's say six to eight words. Really growing now. Yeah. So you really you want to keep it short, sharp, to the point, specific. What Bono, to what Bono was saying, because then you want to take that text talk and you want to create your cover image, and your cover image is going to be so important. This is and all of the platforms are doing this now. You know, you've got Instagram Reels. If you're not using a cover start using a cover Mm. because this is when it lives on your profile, this is how people see what it is that 
they if they want to even play that reel, right? That's that's the, the yes. cover is gonna help them do that. TikTok, same thing. You know, the cover, the text on the cover is gonna make people want to click in to watch your short form TikTok video. YouTube shorts, same thing. People are gonna be like, okay, is this gonna be worth my time? Even if it's only 30 seconds. Again, people do not they they, they don't want to be spending time on things that they don't want to, right? Mm. Think about yourself, right? You don't want to either. So this is the important thing about how we can make simple repurposing work on social media. You can stick with the audiograms. You can stick with doing the thing that you can do in the time that you have. But doing this bit is going to be the make or break difference with whether or not your repurposed content is going to work on mm-hmm. social media. So step three of this is you're going to take your text hook. You're going to put create a cover for your video, reel, TikTok, whatever um, it is. And the way that you're going to do that is really quite simple. You're just going to choose a photo. (laughs) (laughs) On you, hopefully, that actually shows the as much of the emotion that you're trying to. So, and and I want to, before Bonner goes into this, because this was actually on my mind when from the last example, from Mm. step two, when you were talking about that, the text hook of its show notes writing time of the week in and of itself in isolation doesn't create a lot of emotion, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's almost a factual statement. Yes. But think about coupled with an image of me being like, <laughs> you know, you can finish over your show notes face. Yeah, you know, the, you can always visualize the, the, the pain, the face, the pain face, the pain face. Yes, yeah, yes. With it, like that is actually, so that's how you start to bring the emotion into, absolutely, to, to beef up the, your text talk. Yes. So we do this really simply. We just choose a photo, really any photo. I've got a bank of photos. <laughs> Basically, I just I just keep taking photos if I want to. I'm like, okay, I'll take photos. And yeah, and then we just put the, the text book on there. But can you elaborate on? Yeah, I love what you were just saying before. So really think of your image as the thing that's going to create the visceral reaction, yes. basically. In a, and because that's the thing we're thinking, we're breaking this down component by component, but essentially your audience is going to consume it in one hit. Mm-hmm. And that's absolutely right where, you know, photos of you, because people love to connect with other humans and, you know, sure, you might have some scenery shots maybe on Instagram to break things up, but honestly, for things like this, who am I connecting with? Who's the person? So definitely images of you. Uh, of yourself and we also like to say wherever possible bring in contrast elements so we talked earlier about if you can't strictly keep your text hook to, to six words that's ideal because it's really quick for people to scan think about how you can build some contrast in break it up into like two sentences or two a, a line break and contrast the text with each other is, is one way mm. of doing it include stickers again nothing crazy that's going to be too cluttered for people that they don't it really needs to focus on the thing you're saying which is your text hook but that can add a bit of interest and visual scroll stoppers for them to be able to read it. One person who does this really well is our friend Travis. Yes. So I'll link his Instagram account in the show notes, but he does an amazing job with his text hooks and just the, the kind of formatting of them. Nothing, you know, they're very consistent. So there's not a lot of design work that needs to go into it, but they're really kind of just, you know, they tell you exactly what it is. He uses colors and contrasting elements to really make them pop against just a photo of him, mm. which is, again, super easy to do. Yeah. So definitely that's where we recommend, you know, you really putting a little bit of effort into it. And Rode makes things like, you know, for example, logos and things like that. So if you're talking about YouTube, rather than just writing the word YouTube, make it the YouTube logo. Because yeah. again, just leverage visual recognition people already have around brands. If you talk about Instagram, put in the logo, you know, so that's different ways that you can also get around kind of having lots of words on the cover. 
But yeah, those if you can follow those things, make it bright and colorful where it makes sense. A photo of you creates a visceral reaction that goes with the text hook. And really think about where you can add little elements like stickers and logos to really build that interest then you've got a really powerful, you know, visual to stop the scroll yeah. as well. And I do want to, because I, I, I'm sure that people are probably like, what do you mean a photo of me? You know, the audiogram is like me and the guest and the episode is me and the guest. And so let me clear that up for you right yeah. now. People are following you for you. They don't know who the heck, unless you've got famous people on your podcast, which mm. a lot of, I mean, if you do, kudos, definitely use them, <laughs> use their photo. But if you don't, but your followers do not know who it is you're speaking to, nor do they care, really. So I, we always say use a photo of you because that's who they're following with the text talk. Now, the audiogram can have your guest's image or, or whatever, but that cover should be you, right? So that that hopefully that clears up any of that confusion. So those are the three steps. The first step is... Know and understand your content hunting traps. Second step is use that content hunting trap to then create your text talk, which is going to be in six to eight words. And again, we've got examples of those in the show notes. And then step three is to put that text talk with all the tips I want to share with you. Use contrast, use stickers, emojis, use logos, wherever it's appropriate. Do all of that. On what well, I just lost my train of thought. So yeah, you want to put your text talk onto a cover, onto an image of you with all of those things. Again, we will show you examples of all that in the show notes. So just go head over there and just see how we've done it ourselves. Now, this is something that we are still testing, but we're, we're constantly iterating. As I mentioned, right, I, I had a very different take on this even just a few weeks ago where I was like very adamantly audiograms do not work. And now I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should just roll that back a little bit and see, can they work? Is there a way that they can work? Mm-hmm. And this is the way that we found to be the most effective so far. By the way, this is something, these text talks, is something that we're thinking of having captured. Oh, that would be so good. <laughs> I don't know. Should we? I don't know. I don't know. Though. So, you guys, <laughs> if you think that this would be cool, let us know. Write a comment in the show notes or hit, it, hit us up on email. Is that the right way? Hit us up on email? Yes, definitely. <laughs> at hi at capshow.com. Hi at capsho.com. Again, we'll leave all these links in the show notes, go all the resources. And let us know, do you think that this is something that would be pretty cool for Capture to create? Not promising anything, but we want to see if there is actually demand for this. And if you haven't yet tried out Capture, go do that now. Get in on your free trial. It creates your episode title, description, show notes, social media captions, promotional email, full transcript by speaker or time. Like what? Seriously, you're insane if you're not in <laughs> capture right now. Okay, so I hope that this was this episode was was super useful for you. Start doing it, and please, as you do it, like again, hit us up. <laughs> please, email. Yeah, yeah by, by email. Let us know. We'd love to see your examples. We'd love to highlight you um, on another episode of the Grammar Podcast Show. Okay, that's it from us. Stay awesome. Bye.